0: 102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is The Jeff Ward Show. And welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you react. Pretty straightforward. The phone numbers, you'll need them. 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. If you would like to follow me on Twitter or X or whatever we call it this week, uh, do so. I'm at Jeff Ward Show. That's at Jeff Ward Show. You will want to post some comments there as well. I'm going to dump a lot on your lap. I'll call you out. So I trust that you will bring your A game. You will not suck. You will make the show better. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Make sure you subscribe and check out the podcast as well. We drop a podcast every single afternoon. Check it out. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. I'm especially dressed up today for the show. Yeah. So, uh, coat and tie and everything. So, check it out. The Jeff Ward Show on YouTube is dropped every afternoon as well. Well, I guess we'll fight, but I bet not. There were elections yesterday. And they sent a very clear message. You know what that is? You know what the message sent yesterday In many parts, no, in almost all parts of the country, that message was this older, angry, white, rural voters are not the only way. In fact, the message went further than that. Older, angry, white, rural voters, you might just be diminished, of less importance. And that's important to the state of Texas. Follow me here. Question, ready? When will the state of Texas be a part of the modern world? When will the state of Texas, I have to say modern world, what am I talking about? When will the state of Texas be a part of the modern portion of the United States? The message yesterday, the country has changed. Not is changing. It's changed. Got it? Republicans took an ass-kicking over an issue yesterday. They took an ass-kicking again over an issue today. And don't worry, I'm not going to leave the Democrats out of this at all. They took an ass-kicking over legalizing marijuana yesterday. And I'm going to say took an ass-kicking again. So... Angry, rural, white, older voters only matter is an obvious mistake. I think the reminder is, politically speaking, that's an obvious mistake. You you just learned a very serious lesson, you would think. You know what bothers me? I think you eating too many french fries is a bigger problem for me, the taxpayer, than legalized marijuana. In fact, I would say legalizing marijuana, for me, the taxpayer, is a net gain for me, the taxpayer. You eating a lot of french fries and ending up on dialysis is not a net gain for me, the taxpayer. Notice how not once have I said, I'm going to eat the gummies. I just said, as a taxpayer, the net gain for legalizing marijuana seems to be pretty obvious. It seems most of the modern portions of this country, not this part of the country, but most modern portions of this country have realized it's a net gain for the taxpayers. And what the objective should be of people in office, and I realize we've lost our way on this, and sorry if I'm ranting at you too much, but I really find that we've become mind-numbingly stupid about who we put in office and why. What we should do is worry about we, the taxpayers. What's best for the taxpayers? It's very obvious what's best for the taxpayers is not making more laws, enforcing more laws about marijuana. What's best for the taxpayer, and the modern portions of this country have spoken, is the the best thing for the taxpayer is to legalize. I'm not even talking about consuming. I'm just talking about taxpayers. And you know who learned that lesson yesterday, you would think? Don't worry, Texas, we're going to circle back to us in just a second. You know who you would think learned that lesson yesterday? Republicans and their ass kicking. You would think. You would think Democrats would have learned a lesson, too. So, (sighs) over, under, game, let's do it. Let's do it. In light of the elections yesterday, which now we have, how many states is it? I know even Kentucky and Ohio legalized yesterday. We had 38 states. Well, it's a big number. You know, most modern places, you know, most modern places not named Texas. Over under question, everyone. Over under legalized marijuana is passed in the state of Texas, like the other, what, 24 states or something like that. Over, under, I'll say five years. Answer, go ahead. There's no way you sit under. No way. There's no way. <laughs> no way. I don't. Over, under, five years, doing what re- the rest of the modern portions of this country did by benefiting taxpayers. Okay? I'm not talking about consumers. I'm talking about taxpayers. Um, I'm going to say five years is the uh, over, under, and I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. Disagree with me all you want, but I think I'm going to be right on this because they are not about to give up that older, angry, white, rural voting block. And even though the message has been sent, I'm going to take five years over under, I'm going to take the over. So uh, it was, I mean, it was pretty resounding. Again, And again, and again, the other side of this, right, there's another side of this, politically speaking. Okay, first of all, there's the the discussion about the taxpayers. Would Would you like to argue with me that it's in your best interest, taxpayers, that you continue to shake people down, arrest them, take their stuff and all that? You want to tell me, taxpayers, that there's a benefit to not legalizing? I would like you to just articulate that in a sentence or less. Please, go. So, it seems obvious it doesn't benefit the taxpayers to not legalize, okay? I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to put on your body. You know what I find pretty amazing about our discussions? First of all, the war on drugs, the battle on drugs, which has just been draconian. It's been a net loser. It has been nothing but pro-law enforcement in every single way, propping people up, although I would assume most law enforcement said, what a waste of time this is. Um, But the war on drugs historically has been a complete disaster. It has not benefited the taxpayers, and it's not about health at all. I find it so odd in this country, at certain times, we have this, this, almost like this uprising of people worried about their health, yet we are killing, eating ourselves to death. And I hear these lectures, well, Jeff, you know, people do this if they're going to smoke or do the gummies. Um, You know, it's not going to be healthy for them. That's coming from somebody who's had their fourth bag of french fries this week and a big gulp and a BMI of like 55. Can we stop with the health arguments coming from people that aren't healthy? So the war on drugs is about health either. There's nothing about anybody in office It's about health this should be a taxpayer issue period the discussion should be about taxpayers and there's not any one of you that can tell me in a sentence or less why this is a terrible idea for you the taxpayer but it will not pass in texas texas will not legalize anytime soon there is no way you hit the under at five years the other side of this in texas alone and i'll use beto o'rourke as the example hey democrats hey If you would like to stop losing all the time, not some of the time, all the time, push for legalization. Start there. Every single message. Talk about legalizing weed. Does anyone say weed anymore? I've got to stop that. Legalizing marijuana. Start there. Start there. Every time. Classic example. I don't know that he would have won. But I tell you what, it seems pretty obvious you got a much better chance if you start talking Beto O'Rourke or anyone else that wants to win an office in the state of Texas, you need to talk about legalization. Would it be a single issue? It might be. If you want to win, it might be. It seems pretty clear the marketing message kind of works. I mean, it works in Kentucky and Ohio, pretty obviously. So maybe you ought to try it. I'm amazed how little, what little effort most people running for office with a D next to their name, how little they talk about legalization. Now I realize you can't say, you know, well, I, the governor couldn't couldn't make it happen. You know what he could do? He could talk about it a lot. That would be a much more effective marketing message than, I don't know, losing all the time. You should push for legalization. Here's another marketing strategy why you should, which is pretty obvious based on yesterday's elections. If you would like, here's the reality of voting in the state of Texas and probably most places. Most normal people with a real life, a job, a kid, a relationship, stuff to do. They understandably have written off politics because it's not about you or for you. So you go on about your life, correct? Correct. And so what ends up happening in this state and many others, there are some people that care and good for them. But by and large, it becomes about the audience that's available, and that is angry, white, rural, old. So here's a message. If you would like to sort of change and make the political process more inviting and seemingly wanting people that aren't angry, old, white, rural, if you wanted more people to get involved, talk about legalization. I think you got a much better chance. I think if you go out there and tell the taxpayers, start to finish, what a better idea this is for people to open up businesses, sell a legal product, tax the legal product, and have real, a real marketplace, and the taxpayer will benefit. I think you might find people other than old, angry, and rural show up to vote. You know what, Democrats? You ought to try it. What Beto O'Rourke should have done, every sentence, every stop, every conversation, should start with legalization. Oh, but Jeff, you know, there's other stuff. Do you want to win? <laughs> Do you, would you like to win? Would you like to stop losing? Well, it seems to me the message all around the country in modern United States, you know, not like Texas, And the rest of the country, you know, people with lives, people have stuff to do. The last thing they want to hear from is another politician starting a culture war. You know what their attitude is? Get out of here, man. I got stuff to do. I don't need to hear this anymore. But you know what apparently they do pay attention to? Legalization. It seems to work. It seems to work for the taxpayers. And if your job is to, and you want to win office, it seems to be a pretty good plan to win an office. Other people did it. Take a look yesterday. Take a look at the results. Take a look. It was an ass-kicking for Republicans, mostly, not exclusively, but mostly on this issue. Again, I don't understand how people who want to be a professional politician, which I find disgusting by definition, but people that want to be a professional politician, you know, Bet O'Rourke, I don't know what he hasn't run for. You know what, Bud, if you ever want to win, you got to talk about this all the time. All the time. You want to get new people in the door? You want to get somebody to show up other to vote other than your grandmother? I would suggest you talk about this. Do I personally care that much about this? No. One of the things I don't understand about the issue of legalization is how in the world any of you could care that much. I found one thing is in total control for all of us. What well, we eat, drink and chew. Done. Total control. So why not do something good for the taxpayers? Why don't I have a good marketing strategy? You know, like talk about stuff people really care about. It's amazing. Uh, this whole thing has been, I mean, how, how this has not been a bigger issue and not been sold as a bigger issue in the state of Texas is political malpractice almost. No wonder you keep losing. <laughs> you lose because you don't talk about stuff that works. So I'm on the over over five years Uh, Notice how I've not advocated one way or another. I don't care. And I don't know how any of you care. In fact, I'm almost positive you don't care about gummies. You may care to want them. I don't blame you for that. But to care enough to trot out draconian policies run by draconian politicians, I don't know who cares enough about that. And obviously when you sell the idea of legalization, guess what happens? People show up and vote. People show up and vote and they're in favor. And I suspect most of them that do are really saying, it's just a good idea. Something different. Just a good idea for the taxpayers. So if you're bored at all, you can sort of read the data from this past, uh, from election day. It, it, it was pretty substantial. Again, Uh, If you disagree with me on the over under on five years for the state of Texas, I go ahead. Uh, Let's let me hear your argument. I I don't (laughs) I think you're going to be wrong. Um, And the reason why there's two reason why. Why is it still against the law? I mean, why is it not legalized recreationally in the state of Texas? I'm going to assume a couple things and I'm going to be extra cynical. I assume it's for small town law enforcement. Uh, I assume it has something rural related that they still want to write some tickets and shake people down. I assume. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just going to make that assumption. Number two, I don't want to go too black helicopter, but I assume at some level pharmaceutical companies would prefer not. Right? Um, But I'll tell you this as a general rule more options for consumers is always better. More is better for consumers. More choice is always better for consumers. So, whatever the ailment or whatever something pharmaceutical company wants to fix, of course, I would like a monopoly too. I would like to own that space and that business. I'd like to keep out as many competitors as I can. So, I assume, not pretending to know for sure, but I assume part of the reason why it's not. We don't have legalization here is partly because those industries want to keep that monopoly. I assume that's the case. And then the third part of it why is it not is cuz Democrats suck at messaging. You just suck at messaging. You're horrible communicators and bad strategists too. You know what you should if you want to be in politics you should take away from yesterday learning how to say legalize weed. Introduce yourself to the crowd, then talk about legalization. You want that line at those obscure elementary schools of people waiting to vote to change from your grandmother? You better talk about this. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. All right, on Twitter, it's at Jeff Ward Show. I can't imagine. I don't I don't anticipate much blowback. Um I don't just because I think I think legalization is kind of a mainstream topic. So, I mean, I'm sure there was a time when, and I, I've been an advocate for a long time. I have. I, I think it's I think it's asinine otherwise. Um, but I, I don't even anticipate much blowback. I don't. Uh, let me say this. So, Bill Belichick is asked almost constantly about his. Ja is his future with the New England Patriots almost and I don't think many people would have this reaction but I did I, I watched his and listened to his news conference and he does the usual grumbling thing he looks like a troll the shirt is straight out of a dumpster and he really does look like he has a cardboard box sitting on a corner somewhere I found it almost uncomfortable and awkward he didn't change he didn't act sad or sappy or even get defensive He just said, it's out of my control. Um, He stuck with kind of the Belichick thing. But here's why I bring it up. And the term the Patriot way, you've heard that. You should have heard that through the years. Seemed to be pretty reasonable. Seemed like a pretty good plan. Yeah, yeah, they just do it differently. That's why all those assistant coaches that have worked, anybody that was even connected to the New England Patriots over the past 20 years you were automatically, your resume was just better. You were automatically, by by default, going to be able to bring the Patriot way wherever you went. You could be running a Cub Scout troop, and somebody would bring you in because it's the Patriot way. I mean, they've been a part of that, the Patriot way. So all these coaches through the years have been hired. And just recently, there was another reminder of something, and that is the Raiders pretty much went all in on the Patriot way. And in one night, they fired everyone having anything to do with the Patriots, including their quarterback. So it made me think. And then watching today or listening, maybe it's yesterday, the news conference. You know what seems pretty obvious? And the numbers back it up. It was not the Patriot way, it was the Brady way. Isn't it obvious? I mean, I think we wondered along the way, well, that coach flamed out and that one flamed out. Uh, Huh, they're not very good. Yeah, well, maybe. He'll turn it around. No, no. Uh, It wasn't a Patriot way. It was a Tom Brady way. As the legacies, as we go every single week, think about this, every single week that that goes by and the Patriots lose again and again and again. I don't know that they're the worst team in the NFL, but they're not far off. Every week and every loss diminishes Bill Belichick's legacy and makes Tom Brady's look better. Agree or disagree. Every week you come to appreciate Tom Brady <laughs> that much more. They suck. They don't have an answer. Their quarterback is awful. He's gotten worse. Everyone connected to the Patriots that's gone on somewhere else to bring the Patriot way ends up getting fired. So it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Every loss, every week, the further you get away from those great years where they were winning championships and playing for championships all the time, it becomes more about Tom Brady, doesn't it? I mean, is that really even that arguable anymore? I mean, it really makes his greatness even more obvious. I don't know of another time and another organization. I mean, look, there's not been organizations that have had the kind of run the Patriots had over over 18 years. I mean, look, the, the record is the record. I can't remember anyone. One player was so significant to the success. Case in point, even the San Francisco 49ers during their 80s run, okay? During that 80s run, Yeah, yeah, it was Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Joe Montana left, and they still won championships. Steve Young did. I mean, I don't know of any organization, and no no one has had a run like the Patriots, but any time period in which an organization has had these epic runs, I, I don't know of anyone that's been mostly about one player. And it seems more obvious than ever that it was about Tom Brady. It wasn't the... Patriot way, he was the Brady way. How about this? I think there's going to be more and more of this discussion now. It's kind of sad for Bill Belichick. It really is. But the numbers are, are right there in front of everyone now. Regular season coaching record. Okay, in what was it, 20 years, uh, Brady was there, 18? With Tom Brady as a starter in New England, Bill Belichick had 219 wins, And 64 losses, 78% winning rate. Got it? 219 and 64. Without Tom Brady, since Tom Brady left, it's 27 and 32 at 45%. I mean, I can, go down, I can go down the numbers. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, just take a look again. There's all these coaches that get hired away because, because of the branding and because of, uh, well, it was Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. No, it was Brady. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't have other good players too, but it's a, it's a pretty dramatic reminder how important he was when you start taking a look at the numbers. All right, phone number is 512 834 1027. That's 512 834 1027. Here we go. At Jeff Ward Show. Everyone's going to tell me I'm crazy about legalizing. Everyone's going to tell me I'm crazy for suggesting that Democrats might want to talk about it all the time. Not some of the time, all the time. Uh, here we go. At Jeff Ward Show can we just sell Texas to mess Mexico? (laughs) Uh, At Jeff Ford show. What do you think the results would be in Texas? You know, would be if Texas voted on the same two issues that Ohio voted on yesterday. (sighs) Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot there. Isn't there? Um, I don't think that they would be... I don't think they would be similar. I'm trying to look at the numbers on... Talking just about abortion and and legalization. I don't think the numbers would be the same. I think they would skew a a little more anti. But I still think both would pass. I do. I don't think it would be as dramatic. I don't think the numbers would be as dramatic as other states. Just because, you know, I mean, look. Huh? But... Just legalizing alone. what do you think? What do you think if, I don't know, if maybe a Democrat ever mentioned it or got it to a ballot? Um, I, I don't know why Republicans oppose. I mean, I think the answer there is they don't have to. They're still going to win. Just keep that grandma voting, rural grandma voting, or angry granddad voting, and they're fine. Um, but... What would legalization, if it were on a ballot just like it was in Ohio, what would be what would be the number there? 70 30? You think it'd be 70-30? I do. I do. Now, yeah, I, I 6040 worst case scenario, I think if legalization were on a ballot in the state of Texas, that's my opinion. Yours? I'll give you that as a drinking game if you want. 60-40, 70-30. Do you, anyone want to say more? I don't think it would be more. If you say more, I think you're underestimating uh, angry rural grandma. Oh, no, angry rural grandma uses cannabis. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> she just doesn't want you to use it. I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say close to 70-30. Um, all right, at Jeff Ward Show. Um, well, here's a picture of, there's a lot of, don't, don't do Elon Musk's weed smoking memes, please. Uh, I don't need that many of that. I'm going to say 70 30. I Actually, I actually think that's what would happen. I don't know when it would make a ballot. I, I'm going to take the under on that. I, I think we're easily six to eight years away. My standard question has been for decades. This isn't new. But I'll do it again. For decades, my question has been: Which gets on a ballot first? Gambling, l- recreational marijuana. I used to think. I don't think either. Okay, don't get me wrong, because um, we are that we are that disconnected from the modern world politically. Most people's lives are not. You're, you're perfectly fine. But politically, a grandma is going to keep us des- disconnected from the modern world. She's going to keep Fox News on a loop. I'm not even sure Fox News cares about this stuff. But which gets on a ballot first? Because when everyone gets on a ballot first, it's going to pass. We all know it. Gambling sold by Rick Perry, of all people, this past year. Um, or recreational marijuana. I'm actually... I'm pivoting on this somewhat. I'm thinking I'm thinking sports betting. I think sports betting makes it before recreational marijuana. <laughs> I do. And I think I think there's a great I think there's a greater there's a greater health argument anti-gambling than there is anti-recreational weed. Come on, we know it. We all know that. I still think I now think sports betting Makes a ballot first. God knows there's no Democrats going to talk about it. That's for sure. No way. Nope. I think sports betting makes it first. What do you think? And it passes. I think. I think sports betting. If it made a ballot in the state of Texas, I think it would be. I think it'd be closer than recreational marijuana. I do. Uh, at Jeff Hort Show. Okay, Brady goes back to the Patriots and they're going to win again? Not likely. What else is different? Well, I'm not saying that anymore. I, at one time I did think that he was going to play again, not for the Patriots. Um, what else is different about the Patriots? A lot. Um, they suck. Starting point number one is their quarterback. Has was not good in the beginning, Mac Jones, who was a first-round pick. He was the replacement for Tom Brady, a Brady-like player, they would argue. Um, comes from Alabama. Had, you know, had all this stuff they thought, uh, he's problem number one. But problem number two is Bill Belichick, the general manager, has really cost Bill Belichick the head coach. They've made bad personnel decisions, a lot of them. They've made bad trades. They've made bad draft picks. They've made bad personnel decisions. And I think you could easily argue that Bill Belichick, the general manager, through the years was slightly covered up by Tom Brady, the quarterback. Um, so that, I think, is the biggest problem. And I think that's the problem of any franchise. It's, it's not just about a great player or two. It's really about what personnel decisions you make. And I think he's. I think Belichick has really been exposed. I think it's undeniable. Uh, they had great players. Yes, I mean Gronkowski is a Hall of Famer. I mean I, Edelman might be a Hall of Famer. They've had they've had really good defensive players. I'm not saying Bill Belichick doesn't know football. He's a brilliant football mind. But Bill Belichick, the general manager, has screwed over Bill Belichick, the coach. And I think that was. Minimized the damage was minimized because of Tom Brady. Brady, the quarterback, and I think we're even appreciating more now. Um, Joe Burrow is the closest thing, reminds, closest thing to Brady, and that's a long way away too. Brady just kept elevating everyone else. I'm not saying Gronkowski, you know, couldn't catch and move around and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, he could. But... Brady was such a great passer. Guys could do stuff after the catch. Brady was such a good decision maker. Brady was such an obvious workaholic influence. I mean, I think it's clearly obvious the Patriot way was really the Brady way. They would outwork people. They would outthink people. And he made everyone around him better. So, I, you know, I found it again, I'll say I found it kind of sad watching Bill Belichick get grilled about his job. That's the only thing anyone is talking to him about. Every question at him was, what does he know or not know about his future? And you're looking up there going, wow, man, that is, that's a guy that's, what, 19 wins short of the all-time record? And he's up there mumbling and drooling, trying to... Trying to uh, slap away questions about his job future it was just it was really kind of ugly and awkward, but it did make you realize it was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. It's The one constant there was Tom Brady. The other constant is Bill Belichick has been making personnel decisions, and and by the way, they stumbled into Brady. That wasn't a great decision. They stumbled into him. Right? He was at the end of the draft. All right, on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it this week, it is at Jeff Ward Show. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Thank you, Smoker Voice. Uh, Do Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it this week, which, of course, I said stop with the Elon Musk pot-smoking memes. Oh, my gosh. At Jeff Ward Show. So does Brady know you have a huge man crush on him? I don't know. Tell him. What is that? Is, if, are we disagreeing with my... Would somebody like to disagree with my point? It's not the Patriot way, it's the Brady way. Please, have at it. I'm, I'm, I'm open to, uh, to argument. Happy to argue, always. I don't know. It seems like number is cut in half in terms of winning percentage when he's not there. Sample size is pretty relevant, too, it seems to me. But if everyone wants to argue it, man crush or not... I don't have a man crush on him, by the way. His face is peeled back. Have you noticed that yet? Like, come on, man. Um, did he? I mean, his face was, the dude looked great before. But it looks as if the face has been pulled back some. can't imagine what he's going to do in a few years. At Jeff Hort Show, if sports betting were legal in Texas, would Gerald Jones... Get um, his beak wet with some of that sweet gambling money. Um, If yes, then it should be passing soon. Well, first of all, let's do my fundamental question: What do you think is on a ballot first—sports betting or legalized recreation recreational marijuana? Uh, I say sports betting. Now, I've changed my opinion through the years. I think that's a over under on that. I think is. I'm taking the over of five years. I don't think that happens anytime soon. And just because until until you can get grandma, more people that aren't grandma show up to vote, I don't think these things change. And there's a hell of a successful effort to just have angry rural white grandmas vote. Democrats do a miserable job of marketing elsewhere. Horrible communicators. I don't know when. Let's see. Legalized betting. Um, you know, who? I'm not going to say he killed the deal, but he didn't help. When Mattress Mac, the biggest gambler, or highly publicized gambler in the state of Texas, says, you don't want this here. And he's angry, older and white. No, he's not angry, is he? No, he seems like a nice guy. Older and white, that didn't help the cause either. Even Rick Perry couldn't sell beyond that. Uh, At Jeff Hort Show, sports betting will be legal in Texas as soon as your political heroes can get an ownership stake. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, if you're just, we can agree on this, right? If you're just trying to quantify the health risks, the downside, the unhealthy behavior, betting is far worse. I mean, if we're trying to apply, I mean, we are going to pretend, be naive enough to pretend that these, that these issues, these sinful issues that won't pass anytime soon in Texas, don't, don't buy this idea that it's about health. Don't buy that. If it was about health, then we would outlaw the cheeseburgers. Nothing's about health. But if you want to make the argument, you can easily argue that betting is far, far more damaging. Not even close. It's worse than heroin, probably. So that that's not why it's not passing, I don't think. There's, there is a concerted effort to two things work. One, keep grandma voting. Two, sell out to someone who wants to keep grandma voting. And I think that's what's in play. Feel free to disagree over under on betting 5 years I still say over I do These things don't even they're not even seen the light of day at Jeff Ward show Why do you insist on talking politics on a sports radio station Well, you know what my answer is going to be, don't you? I'll give it to you. My answer is you want me to be more like the shows you're not listening to. There. I'll take the risk. I will happily accept the, if that's criticism, I will happily accept the criticism, and I will fully accept the risk-reward that comes with the job. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I suspect you're there because I'm not wrong. All right, 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. The college football poll did not change at all. (sighs) I don't think it matters. I don't. I'm not sure there's much noise coming from Texas right now. I haven't heard Steve Sarkeesian try to sell his team this week, I think because, you know, they're still thrilled that they got lucky enough to win on Saturday against Kansas State. But I I, I don't... If anyone were to be concerned, it would be Oregon. Of these one losses, look, Alabama... Some would say Alabama should have jumped Texas. Alabama's better than Texas right now, true. But Alabama gets, they get their chance. They get to run the table. They'll get, get—they'll if they run the table, they go. They'll get a championship opportunity to knock off Georgia. And if they do, the SEC is getting a team in. They're getting a team in, and whether it's Alabama or Georgia. If crazy stuff happened with a Pac-12, the SEC might just get two in. So the Alabama's got their chance. Texas is not going to get its chance. Stuff has to happen for Texas. Texas can't control it at all. Alabama can still control it. Oregon, who is better than Texas, and I think probably better than Alabama, they're not going to be able to control much either. They're like Texas. They've got to hope stuff happens. And I just... I don't see any way, I, I don't see a reasonable way that Texas gets in the Final Four. They don't belong there anyway, but I don't I don't even see a reasonable way, even if they catch fire and beat up on a bunch of cream puffs down the stretch. The Big Ten's got at least one in. The SEC's got one in. I don't see any scenario in which Florida State loses. That would help Texas. That would help Oregon. I don't see it. And you should hope, even if the Big Ten comes down on Michigan in some form of punishment for the for the scandal, it's going to be Jim Harbaugh that gets suspended. The what I'm hearing now is, first of all, Michigan has already said they're gonna they're gonna offer up a legal challenge. I don't know what court that is. I really would like to know which football court they're going to. But they've already said, "You, you punish our guy, we'll come after you." But what's on the table? Even if Michigan gets busted, it's not going to help Texas. It's not going to help Oregon. It's not going to help Alabama because there's going to be Jim Harbaugh getting suspended and a ten. I'm hearing a ten thousand dollar fine. Like whatever. That's lunch money at Texas. So I, Ohio State loser, gets crossed out probably. There's just not enough spots. There's, the spots are taken. Big Ten, SEC. Florida State, and you got to hope for a weird thing happening in the Pac 12. That's two losses by Washington, and then Oregon, I don't know, struggle somehow. That's it. So the rankings don't really matter yet because four of them are going to cross each other out sooner or later anyway. The system is dumb. Next year makes far more sense when it's at 12. It really should be more than 12. It should be 16. Should have been that way for a long time. This year, this year's set up as the perfect storm in a good and bad way. The perfect storm in that you might just get four undefeated teams. You should. The perfect storm also being the one lost teams are going to get screwed. Make sure you check out the Jeff Ward Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.